The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to The Chris and Joe Show on Big Blue View Radio, your go-to source for New York Giants analysis. Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Welcome back for another episode of the Chris and Joe Show, immediately following the New York Giants' loss to the Dallas Cowboys by a score of 37-34, to a game that featured a, a lot of up-and-down things, uh, major injuries from both sides, specifically the one that shook social media and also the football fan world. Dak Prescott going down in this game with a compound fracture to his ankle, currently in surgery, so prayers up to him in a speedy recovery because that's just something that you really don't want to see happen in a game. However, for the sake of transitioning and focusing on the Giants, this game was very, very uh, tough to, to stay in mentally because it was so up and down. The Giants started off very hot, then they let Dak and the Cowboys offense climbed their way back in it. It was a lot of back and forth, Chris, and it just came right down to the wire, that final field goal and a pretty strong drive that Andy Dalton, of all people, was able to put together for the Cowboys. Yeah, this really looked like a Giants-Cowboys game. Dallas has been coming out on top over the last few years, but these games always seem to come down to the wire. And this was one where the ball bounces a few, di- a little bit different on a few plays. Uh, maybe a receiver comes down a couple blade- blades of grass further to- towards the sideline. I still don't know what was happening on Greg Zerline's kicks there in the fourth quarter. The Giants really had a chance to win this one. Exactly. This game was one that I thought that the Giants were going to be able to pull off. Uh, I guess it would be a relative upset just based on the outlook for the Cowboys this season. I thought that that they were going to come through, especially that Andy Dalton was filling in for Dak Prescott, but the ball just happened to not bounce their way. They weren't able to string together enough plays on that final drive, leading to the inevitable final score, 37-34. to Speaking of the other injury that I alluded to earlier, Lorenzo Carter is going to likely be done for the season with a torn Achilles, the outside linebacker for the Giants, who we have talked very highly of, who we've mentioned after the previous four games, saying that he's made big plays, he's stepped up. He hasn't been perfect, but we've seen some serious progression forward. That Achilles injury is not only a big blow because the Giants are very thin 
at linebacker. It is also a big blow because an Achilles injury is one that is not easy to recover from. After O.J. Howard tore his Achilles, I, I saw on, on Twitter a doctor who is uh, a renowned analyst on covering injuries had pointed out that the recovery from an Achilles injury it usually results in players not coming back at 100% the type of player that they were previously. So this is not only huge that the Giants are losing Lorenzo Carter, but they could possibly be getting back a guy that is just not the same player. Yeah, as Giants fans probably remember, it wasn't all that long ago that Jason Peters tore his Achilles, and he managed to come back and still be able to play at a high level. But... Offensive tackle is not the same as edge or outside linebacker. It's a different position with different demands. And Lorenzo Carter is a player who really wins with his athleticism. You know, he's a guy who has to be able to bend the corner. He has to be able to stay with running backs and tight ends in space. So he's going to need mobility. He's going to be able to need to be explosive in his lower body. And right now, you know, we just don't know if he's going to be able to be that same guy when he comes back. We certainly hope he is that guy when he comes back, but we'll just have to wait and see. And Marcus Golden was the guy who stepped in and got more reps after Carter went down. I wouldn't say that's a, a significant drop-off. Marcus Golden was very productive last season, but the one thing that hurts the Giants is with a new defensive look with Patrick Graham as the defensive coordinator, I would argue Marcus Golden doesn't exactly fit the same play style as Lorenzo Carter. Marcus Golden a little bit more of a pass rusher. Lorenzo Carter has shown his ability to play in space more, not as just a pass rusher. So not going to be an easy transition going forward with Marcus Golden as that, that fill-in player. The other negative that really, I think, Chris, held back the Giants in this game was a lack of an ability to finish within scoring position. There were a number of third down plays where the Giants really needed to pick up a first down and continue their drives. We've talked about how the Giants are struggling to score touchdowns this season, and this was a game where they only scored two touchdowns. Now, that's a, a step forward, but against a really bad Dallas Cowboys defense, they needed to finish those drives. Not having Graham Gano go four for four, four, four for four, those are four instances where they should have scored touchdowns, and it would have been a completely different game. Yeah, the Giants really did kind of hamstring themselves with penalties. You know, we saw two penalties really very closely called. They probably could have been called the other way, and I don't think anybody would have been able to argue them. Take a pair of touchdowns off the board. The Giants really do need to get better at putting points on the board on offense. You know, we saw really their biggest offensive outburst of the season, but the fact that seven of those points came off of defense, something we'll be getting to getting to in the second half, and then, you know, 12 points from Graham Gano, which, you know, credit where it's due, he did make history this afternoon, this evening, by being the first Giants kicker in the Super Bowl era to go three for three in one game on field goals over 50 yards, but ideally you don't want your kicker to be in that situation. It props to Gano for having that record set for the Giants. However, again, if they had finished on those drives, this would have been such a different game for the Giants offense, and they wouldn't, it wouldn't have come down to 
two two-minute drills by opposite teams, and whoever was going to complete it was going to be the winner. Lastly, our, our final takeaway for the negatives, Daniel Jones yet again staring down receivers and specifically Evan Ingram almost leading to an interception. Chris, this just seems to be something that Daniel Jones is just not figuring out despite it being week in and week out. He keeps making the same mistake. Yeah, in fact, this was something Mark Schofield talked about just this week where had almost the exact same play a year apart, you know, from week four last year to week four this year. And this happens to be the fourth week in a row where the Giants have run a stick route to Evan Ingram and Daniel Jones never looked anywhere else. He was looking right at Ingram from the snap of the ball, led linebacker Joe Thomas right to it. And frankly, the Giants are lucky the ball bounced off of Thomas's hand. And I almost wonder if they should just straight up take that play out of the playbook if he's going to keep doing that. Just a remove running a stick route for Evan Ingram if he's going to keep staring him down and making uh, making just odd, incoherent decisions to force it into tight situations. Yeah, they, they at this point, I think they kind of have to. Yeah, that might be the only way to really fix that if he's not going to figure it out. We're going to talk two positives from the loss. Before we get to them, though, we're going to take a really short commercial break. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Chris, I will say that despite this being a loss for the Giants, and I hope this isn't too hyperbolic or too much of a hot take, but I think over the past couple of years, this has to be one of the best games that the Giants played. I'm not saying it's the best game, but all around, the offense looked pretty good. It looked consistent playing against a not-so-good defense, but they fed into the weaknesses. Uh, you know, On top of that, the defense made big plays, and it all started for me with the run game being very effective. Over the past four games leading into this week, the Giants were unable to get the, ru- the rushing game going, understandably against very good defensive lines. This week, however, they knew they were facing one of the worst interior defenses in the NFL that struggles against inside rushing plays. So what the Giants did and what Jason Garrett did, he said, all right, we're going to run the hell out of the football up the middle of the field with Wayne Gallman and Devonta Freeman. We're not going to put Deion Lewis out there, and we're going to see how how many yards we can pick up doing that, and then maybe set up a little bit of bootleg and play action off of it. And I thought that worked very effectively until they got into the scoring range, like we already mentioned. This looked like a completely different offense, and instead of the, the vanilla approach of running the ball, it not working, and, and running the same plays and trying to attack weaknesses, it, it did the exact opposite. Yeah, we saw the Giants actually make use of Evan Ingram as an offensive threat, not just a guy running across the field you know, on that end-around touchdown. And then we saw the Giants get Andrew Thomas a receiving touchdown. You know, who, I guess maybe they did draft a, a receiver in the first round like we wanted them to. But it, it was good to see Jason Garrett actually reach into his playbook, not run the same plays that we have seen game in, game out. And maybe he was doing it to try to prove a point to Jerry Jones. 
but it really did help this offense get some traction, move the ball, uh, convert third downs. I think you're right. This probably was the best game we have seen from the Giants, albeit against a not very good defense, but it was still, like you said, one of the best games we have seen over the last couple years. And just to provide a, a quick correction, I, I went and double-checked the uh, the play where Andrew Thomas caught that pass. That was on a two-point conversion, so that was not for a touchdown. But it, it was still it was still a pretty play to watch uh, watch Andrew Thomas uh, tackle, catch a pass. We were teased a little bit during the week as uh, footage came uh, uh, apparent that he was running routes uh, towards the end of the week in practice. That apparently was was setting up and part of the game plan that they were going to use it in two two-point situations the last uh positive takeaway that we had from this game is that the defense came up with some big plays that I think helped boost this team into a closer position to win the game as the the offense wasn't doing as good as it could have done that Kyler Fackrell pick six put them up 17 to 13 that was a huge huge play early in the game and then later on understandably this is the fault of the Cowboys, but Andy Dalton fumbled a snap. There was a miscommunication or something between him and Tyler Biotish, and it wasn't a clean clean exchange between the two of them. Now that is on Andy Dalton, but to go in and dive for uh, a football that is underneath offensive linemen, those are plays that are typically recovered by the offense. If a, if a quarterback knows the ball is not coming in his hands properly, he has the jump on reacting. It's not easy to get through the legs of an offensive lineman. So that eventually leaded, led to a touchdown for the Giants and put them in a position to win the game. Both of those plays, huge for this outcome. Did not help them win the game, but huge for the outcome. Yeah, it really was. You know, that, that fumble recovery, was more often than not, that is a, that is a ball the quarterback keeps he Andy Dalton couldn't quite get his hands back down to his sides in time to have the ball scooped out from underneath him but it was in his stomach that was really an impressive play impressive awareness by the Giants to be able to scoop the ball out from underneath him and you know those were the types of plays the Giants have been missing up until now now the flip side of the coin is those are exactly the type of plays that had the Cowboys at one and three on the season. You know, we noted in our preview show that Dallas has just been hemorrhaging points off of turnovers. And that continued again between the pick six by Kyler Fackrell tracking down being right place, right time on a ball. Dak Prescott threw high bounced off the receiver's hand Fackrell made a great return for the touchdown and then taking advantage of the poor snap in the second half. You know, two players who just probably don't get all that many practice snaps together. The Giants were able to take advantage of the Cowboys' miscues. Unfortunately, they just weren't quite able to take advantage enough. That is going to be it for us here at the Chris and Joe Show. Again, another difficult loss for the Giants now at 0-5 on the season. We're going to be reevaluating things and, and seeing where the Giants truly stand. We'll watch the tape and get back to you like we typically do and uh, break down the, the, the key things that might have gone beyond just these quick takes 
Be sure to follow us on social media at Joe DeLeon. You can follow Chris at Raptor MKII. Also follow Big Blue View at Big Blue View on Twitter and Instagram. Be sure to also head to our website, BigBlueView.com, for more New York Giants news and analysis.